You are now tuned in to Two Studs in a Pod, a podcast giving you a candid glimpse into the world of super terrific uber dykes, but you can call us studs. I'm Blaze. I'm Meech. Matchy Threads and U-Hauls is what we're getting into this week, so let's get into it. Homie, drop the beat. New lesbian coupledom comes with a ton of stereotypes, some true and some not so true. So this week we're breaking down a few of them that irk us the most. Before we rent that moving van, Meech, how's life? Life's good. Got red bottoms on. <laughs> <laughs> nah, life is good, man. Um, you know, had a good Christmas with uh with wifey and the kids. Um, you know, my nieces and nephews got to open up their stuff. Oh yeah, how was the nerf war? Nerf War was fun. They were they were so jealous because I had so my homie got me um Miss, she got me the bow and arrow, which I didn't know, which was cool. And she sent me like a note in the mail, like, you'll shoot your eye your eye out. <laughs> Whatever the line is from Christmas story. So I had the bow and arrow and then I had like the machine gun and then I had like a little pistol. <laughs> and they all only had like one gun each. So it was a wrap for them. <laughs> but it was fun. It was Good times. I was. I'm like the biggest kid out of all of them. Um, but yeah, Christmas was fun. It was good. I'm on, you know, vacation still, so I've been bumming it, sleeping late, you know, staying up late, playing video games, watching TV, catching up on Netflix shows. I haven't done much reading, but you know, we'll we'll pick it back up in 2021. What's what's good with you? I think it's a good time to just celebrate making it this far this year. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Yes. I mean, Rough one. by the time this airs, it'll already be 2021. So happy new year once again. Happy new, yeah, <laughs> happy new year, year, folks. We made but, it. But, you know, it's officially the last day of this just year. I mean, I don't even know what to call it. It's just, you know, 2020. It's, it'll be infamous, I think. <laughs> but, um, you know, for me, life's been good. Um, Can't really complain too much, you know. <laughs> uh, just working and doing things around the house we decided to finally put uh our tv up on the wall in the living room and like we got a new uh living room entertainment center thing and so that means the tv finally got to go up and let me tell you what a bitch and a half that was okay i can imagine you learn so much about how a house is made when you're trying to stick something up on the wall (laughs) so after like three trips to Lowe's and a few tears, I finally got that motherfucker up and it's not going anywhere. <laughs> okay, oh, that that's good. Stated. So, yeah, that's that. You know, just getting ready to toast to the new year and have already toasted to the new year. By the right, get Liddy. <laughs> yes, definitely get Liddy. So, let's see how this episode goes because wifey's been pumping me full of coquito. So. <laughs> I thought you were about to say cocaine. <laughs> Just because I'm from Miami does not mean <laughs> all things are possible when you're from For Miami. Real. I mean, I don't know. This thing is kind of <laughs> strong, so keto season, man. Ah. While we still can, let's go ahead and try to pop some peas and pay homage to some well-known and not so well-known studs, butchers, and other masculine presenting women that have made moves or are making the moves that help make us see. 
it's time for Poppin' Peace. This week, we're shining the spotlight on an outspoken vocal virtuoso. We are honored to pop one for Ma Rainey. Gertrude Pridgett, better known to all as Ma Rainey, is noted as being one of the first African-American blues singers to record. Rainey began recording as a teenager and would later record with her then-husband, Pa Rainey, after forming the group Rainey and Rainey. Known for her energetic disposition and moaning style of singing, Ma would go on to be coined as the mother of the blues. Paramount recognized her extreme talent and signed her to a record deal shortly after she was discovered. Realizing they had a gem in their midst, Ma was heavily promoted to the masses as Songbird of the South. Her fame grew beyond the South, where she called home, and eventually her rapidly growing career would pair her with the legendary Louis Armstrong on well-known songs like Jelly, Bean, Blues, and C.C. Ryder. Though Ma Rainey never officially outed herself, and many of her songs were f- oh, and many of her songs were framed about the love between women and men, several of Ma's lyrics contain references to lesbians and bisexuality, including what is probably the most famous of them called Prove It On Me, where she sings, They said I do it. Ain't nobody caught me. Sure got to prove it on me. Went out last night with a crowd of my friends. They must have been women, because I don't like no men. <laughs> It's true. I wear a collar and tie. Makes the wind blow all the while. Okay. All right, all right. All right, Ma. (laughs) The song is said to be Ma's recount of an illicit event in her home where she and a few fellow women in her chorus were arrested after being involved in an orgy. Okay. (laughs) Adding fuel to the rainbow flame surrounding Ma was her rumored relationship with fellow blues singers, Bessie, not singers, singer, (laughs) Bessie Smith who is said to have bailed Rainey out of jail a time or two. Yo, Ma was lit. For real. (laughs) It is Ma Rainey's unique persona that led her to portray Black American life like never before, which was reflected in the classic blues style she created. Her signature gravelly voice influenced musicians and blues singers alike, inspiring many imitators to the likes of Janis Joplin and Bonnie Raitt. It was Ma's ability to create songs that celebrate the rights of women to conduct themselves as expansively and undesirably as men that served as inspiration to so many, especially Black women. From her effect on blues music to the recently debuted movie on Netflix about the story of Ma Rainey and one of her most famous songs, Black Bottom, Ma Rainey will go down in history as a figure of significance, which is proof that Ma Rainey was popping. For real. <laughs> Let me tell you, this drink is popping, okay? Okay. <laughs> I but, miss those heavy-handed pours. <laughs> um, Shouts to wifey. But did you get to watch the Ma Rainey's Black Bottom on Netflix? Yeah, actually, I saw it Um, I, well, during my uh, my bumming it. I watched it <laughs> earlier this week. Uh, it was pretty good, you know? I didn't, I didn't realize that um, she was part of the community until I watched the movie. Like, I just don't remember hearing about that. It probably wasn't broadcast widely. Maybe no. it was. No, I don't yeah. think they even, like, I, I don't think it was hidden. Like, if you looked, like, if you went to find out about it, it was right. probably a part of whatever promotion they had. But it wasn't, like, something they're, like, heavily promoting her. Yeah. Yeah. After, I, you know, watching the movie and then I started looking it up, I saw a little bit more about, the, you know, about her life and her relationship. So it's funny that, you know, I was like, oh, this would be a good popping piece. And yeah. Ooh, it's a popping piece. Yeah, there you go. I mean, just, I didn't know the details about her life. I, I had read about her briefly because obviously, you know, what I'm doing research for other yeah. people that we're trying to celebrate. Um, her name 
has come across, but um, I didn't really deeply do any research into her until I heard that the movie was coming out. And mainly because of Black Panther, right? Mm-hmm. You know, Chadwick Boseman and Viola Davis being part of it. Um, so that's what started interesting. Interested. That's what got me interested. <laughs> <laughs> Them heavy pores, man. Yo, I'm telling you. God, I'm looking at the bottom of this glass like, I drank all that already? No, Damn. No, this is about to be a, about to be an interesting episode. So Okay. Um, yeah, but watching the, watching the episode, I mean, watching the episode, watching the movie, was um intriguing to me and you know i was i told i, I told nikki i was like yeah we watching this as soon as it comes out so you mm. just be ready and we did it was entertaining and i definitely learned more about her and about her being in the life um more deeply like that they showed it i didn't know that they would necessarily show it mm-hmm. you know but it's netflix so they with it netflix be with the shits yeah, so my range, she sounded like she would have been a like somebody I like I need to chill yeah, with. You know what I mean? It, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. She seemed like she was a good time the way she was cussing them people out. Yes, for talking real. To them. Yes. All right. So now let's get into what we got cooking this week in the stew peas. There's something that happens when two lesbians spy each other across the room, then decide to join as one. Whatever it is appears to fog the brain and lead to a few less than desirable decisions. Some of, the, some of these decisions prove the truth in the cliche, but others are gems. We, myself and Meech included, <laughs> just don't understand. So this week, we're trying to figure them out. And now, Meech, I know that we've <laughs> talked about it. And I know that one of the things that irks you <laughs> is when people get to a relationship and then next thing you know, they got like matching outfits for every event. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a bit much. Um. I'm not here for it all the time, I guess I would say. You know, like, when you go on vacation, it's cute. You know, you see the old people matching. You know, they belong together in case one of them gets lost. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, is I just that what that's like, for? That's a good idea. I th- yeah, I think that um, we as lesbians overdo it with the matching outfits all the time. Like, okay, we get it. That's your... That's yours. Oh, or at least I feel like they do it as like a a possession a kind sig- of thing. A signal? Like that? Yeah, like a right signal. There. Like, damn, you got you got to put it out there like that? Like, I don't know. I'm not really here for it, though. I mean, and it's it's difficult, right? Because, well, I mean, I get you would be wearing red and black all the time because I'm always wearing J's. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but... I don't know. What I know you you're not really here for the matching outfits. Yeah, no, I, I, that's a little like um, annoying. I mean, like a time every once in a while, like you know, the holidays, like you guys want to do like a cute little picture, yeah, matching of, pajamas, and yeah, like the Christmas thing. But like an everyday event, we're going to a club, we're doing this, we're doing that. Right, like, we're going to the grocery store, we got to be matching. No. Right. <laughs> I'm like, coordinated is one thing. Like when y'all right. going out, coordinated is one thing. Right. But like, because, you know, we can't be going to the club, but I'm just in like basketball shorts and a thing. <laughs> right, and right. Like in heels and a, but to be matching the same outfit, you just like in the girl version, I'm in the boy version. Mm-hmm. Like that's. There's a difference out. between being coordinated and matching. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of 
Like that's what like when I think of matching outfits, I think of like old people on a cruise with their Hawaiian shirts on. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's when I'm when we're there, then we can match. Like you know, return me back to the person with the matching shirt. <laughs> but until then, you know, I'm okay without it. Yes. I don't know. I don't know why we do that. I don't know. Like you don't really see. I mean, I've seen, obviously, I've seen straight couples do the matching thing, too, which that irks me as well. I think it's just a matching thing. Like, it doesn't matter about yeah. what style relationship it is. It's just, like, that's a bit much. But, you know, to each their own. That makes y'all happy. That makes y'all happy. But, you know, this is not about y'all right now. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, you know, another thing that... I think it's crazy, but it's true. So obviously it's a stereotype and a cliche, you know, this, like what we're talking about today mm-hmm. is um, the U-Haul thing. Oh yeah. And I, I, I don't know why, why that, I mean, I guess it's a stereotype because it's true, right? Like that's, yeah, that, that would have to much. fall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Most stereotypes are true. Yeah, based money. on some truth. That's fact. yeah, based on some truth. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what it is that lesbians bring you halls to the second date because that's the running joke, right? Yeah, um, we haven't, which is surprising, but I think that I think it's a good thing for us. It'll probably last longer. I think, but so. I've done it. Yeah, I've done it yeah. in the past. Oh hell yeah! Yes. And didn't work. Like with Nikki, you know, we didn't, the, maybe the desire kind of was there, but then also in the back of my head, I just kept thinking like, I'm not trying to be a U-Haul lesbian, but... <laughs> a U-Haul lesbian. So uh, I'm, I would force myself to spend that extra, like an extra year even. Because, mm-hmm. you know, once you sign a lease, that's that. So yeah, yeah. that's a fact. Yeah. I know. Oh. I've regretted that. I remember. You remember moving me all them goddamn times. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Florida. Moving me in and moving me out. I'm not That's all. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely. I think it's be just because, you know, women just feel more comfortable and secure with each other. That they're like, oh, we might as well just go ahead and live together, save some money. Gonna be yeah. at my house all the time anyway. Yes. Cause that's what happened to me one time. Like I had my own spot. She had her own spot, but her her spot was mad far from my spot. Mm-hmm. And so anytime, you know, I was always going over to her place. The crazy thing though to me is like my job was closer to my house, so it but it just happened. I you know, and I ended up moving and like breaking my lease i broke my lease Damn. because i was like um i'm tired of paying rent here right i'm never here yeah and i'm paying a lot of money for this for this to be an empty place because nobody was there you know what i'm saying so i just had to i don't know at that time i did what i had to do but yeah, yeah that was regrettable <laughs> <laughs> It's coming on two years, and it feels like we've been together for like five. Yeah, and we still don't live together. You know what I mean? I mean, 
but like I'm okay with it. It's it, it's working for us. It's getting yeah, a little that, annoying. That, the only thing that would like concern me with that situation is that once you do like let's say you take that step, now that's a whole different dynamic in a a long relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah. I know what kind of crazy I'm dealing with. You know. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it'll be some time. Yeah, another one of these, uh, you know, stereotypical or like things that people always think about lesbians in couples, specifically, like like one has to be the man. Oh yeah. In the relationship, I think we've spoken about this before, but that's definitely a stereotype or a cliche type of thing that doesn't. I mean, that's not the case. You know what I'm saying? Like. Mm-hmm. It's uh, that hetero norm that is instilled in us as a society. You know what I mean? It has to be a man and a woman. Or dominant and a submissive person. I I prefer that. Equals, right? Yeah. 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 That description then, like, which one's like dominant? You prefer dominant submission? Submission. Oh, submissive. I prefer to describe it that way, but it's not, it doesn't really make sense, right? Because you could be dominant doing one thing, but, you know, wifey is more dominant doing certain other things, you know what I mean? Like, so, I don't know, I don't don't think, I don't know why we have to label things so much. I think that we, I think society makes it more of like, Like, uh, I don't know. It's just because the way society is, right? Men are supposed to play a specific role, but in today's society, men don't even play that role. You know what I mean? Like, there's women out here that's doing, that's taking care of the whole family or that's bringing home the bacon and men that are taking care of the kids. So I think just as a society, we need to stray away from that, you know? What does that mean anymore? Like, which one of you is the man? Well... What what is what does what defines a man these days? You know. <laughs> Speaking of another thing that they like to say is that like sex between lesbians, not not specifically couples, lesbians, but since we're talking about couples today, couples um is not real because there's no penis. I don't even like that word, but because there's no penis, uh, but there is. You know what I'm saying? Like. At least for some of us, there is. Some don't want there to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. There's still own, penetration. But, right. Or there's still whatever. Like, sex oh, is not yeah. just one thing of what you are imagining. And that's the problem. That's probably why there's so many unsatisfied straight women out here. Right. Facts. There's more ways to have sex than what y'all think. For real. And that's why, I mean, that's why the thought, have you ever heard of the term lesbian bed death? That's another thing that they, mm-hmm. that, that happens in cu- lesbian couples, right? Like, because you just hang out all the time. You just more so become like sisters that live together. Which, yeah. I have a sister. I'm not trying to. <laughs> it's not the same. It's not the same. Not at all. Like, I would, that's gross. I don't understand how we can make that kind of comparison because. No, no, no. Yeah, I don't know. You got to keep it spicy. 
Yes. Or like that every lesbian couple is looking for some kind of a dude to have a threesome or would be open to that. I'm like, you got to oh, be out yeah, of your no. mind. Like, which les- uh, y'all need to stop watching freaking straight porn oh. or whatever the fuck. Yeah, they're watching porn and I think like that's like what it's really like out here. No, thank you. I'm just honestly, yes, says lesbians are no fun. Angry, rude, or insensitive. I'm like, I'm the funnest thing on the planet. <laughs> okay. We're a good time. For real. Especially with some drinks. For real. We've never had any complaints. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. I'm I'm looking at this thing about stereotypes and it's crazy. Oh lesbian stereotypes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I tell you. Like the the thoughts, a thought process that um straight people have as to what <laughs> what gay life really is is crazy to me. Yeah, I think it's one of those, uh, if I, you know, came back, would you want to be a different race or would you want to be straight? I don't think I would want to be either. (laughs) Like, I'm good. I'm not going to lie. I want to come back like six foot six, seven, (laughs) 250 pounds exactly with the moves like a fucking gazelle and like gorilla ass fucking muscles that can dribble up and down the court <laughs> that's my yeah, only that would be yes okay and I tell my friend every time free agency comes around and a motherfucker signs a deal for 142 for like three years I'm like bruh why was I not born six foot nine 249 pounds with moves like a gazelle <laughs> and like handles like that nexo and I'm like what the fuck <sighs> But that's about it. You know, other than that, I'm cool being me, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ah, that would be nice. But this ain't bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I'm trying to think of some other things that they say about um, lesbian couples, but I mean, fight all the time or something like that. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. Um, Studs cheat. Yeah. Everybody cheats, though. Yeah, I'm like, them cheat too. I'm trying. Trying. That there always has to be a butcher or in a femme in a relationship. I think. Oh, yeah. We know that's not the case. I mean, we got femme for femme, stud for stud. Yeah. They for. Just... Them. Yeah. Like, whoever for whoever. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I never. Every every lesbian uses strap-ons and dildos to take the place of men in their relationship. Yeah, right. Come on, bro. Like that's crazy. That's something that straight men say to make them feel better. Lesbians don't wear lingerie. I mean, what? You know, to be honest with you, I mean, I'm not wearing no lingerie. So to to Nikki, like lingerie, she got me these. uh, heat um swim trunks uh-huh. for Christmas and they're short okay and I'm like <laughs> bruh she's like why don't you go modeling for me I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like wait a minute oh wait a minute 
I'm like, whose Christmas present is this? Is this right. my present or is this your present? That's what I'm trying to find out right now. Oh my God. Yeah, man. So, I mean, that might be her version of lingerie, but for me, like to me, lingerie just is like gets in the way. You know what I'm saying? Like, get that shit off. Don't come naked. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Fenty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. I'm, nah, just come naked. <laughs> Lesbians love astrology, but I think that's true. I think they do. Yeah. That's, that one is definitely true. I can't stand these fucking Pisces. <laughs> <laughs> I would never date a blah, blah, blah again. And here you are again. <laughs> They be bashing us in the in the Facebook groups by astrology signs. <laughs> yeah, so I'm trying to think. Of any, I don't. I don't know of any of other ones that might irk me other than. Nah, it's just the the matching outfits. Cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> Now let's get into Wild Peas, or the part of the show where we share and answer some of the most wild questions we've seen on the internet. This week's question is, can a couple bounce back after a physical fight? Probably not. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, I'm sure it's, it, it's happened. It happens. I mean, I was in a relationship and me and homegirl used to, like, I don't understand why I really wasn't myself in this relationship. And, like, we would wrestle, like, over the phones and shit. Like, I remember one time breaking the, like, the rubber uh, protector thing around the phone, mm-hmm. trying to hold my phone from her getting it. I don't really remember if I even had anything in my phone to, like, be worried about. It was just a matter. Right. It was just a principle. And off the strength that her and I are, like, wrestling each other, flipping over furniture and shit in my house... Her brother is there just like watching everything. Oh my God. Like it was like a good time. Like, and let me tell you, that relationship definitely, well, there was no bounce back. Like once I started thinking about it, like what is going on here? Like, this is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm going to say no. And I, cause I know if a bitch put her hands on me, then we going to have a problem. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's, I don't think there's any bouncing back, but I think a lot of couples will try to, will try. Until they realize that that ain't it. Because I've been in physical fights with exes. And yeah, they're throwing chocolates at you and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I try not to hit them, but you know, back, but like you got to defend yourself at some point. Yes. Yeah. But um, if that's the way it's going to be, like, I think in the back of my mind, I knew that wasn't it. So it's not long term, I would say, but. um. You could probably bounce back for for the moment. You know, I had this chick. Now that I think, uh, I just had this flashback. This chick, like one of my very very first living girlfriend, right? And the age there was an age disparity there, but um, I already thought about this because, like, down the road she eventually became friends with Daddy, and I didn't know this. Oh. But the crazy thing is, now I'm gonna get off track a little bit. But the crazy thing is, is that one night the chick I was with at the time. And I worked with daddy. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And so daddy's chick at the time and me and all four of us, we were going to meet at this restaurant and they were going to have their two friends, another couple, 
meet mm-hmm. up at the restaurant. So it was going to be like the six of us. That couple was my ex and her Damn. chick. <laughs> so they didn't show up, luckily. Uh-huh. But when they didn't show up, like, um, daddy started talking about them. And mm-hmm. I put two and two together. And I was like, is that blah, blah, blah. And she was like, wait a minute. So then she put two and two together about a story that this chick had told her uh-huh. about our relationship, which was false. So she lied talking about I put my hands on her. Now, I did... But not like that. I was only protecting myself because she came home one day. Like she worked at night, right? And she came and I was asleep and she came home and I don't know, like I was doing a little kind of dirt, but that's because I knew she was doing dirt. So I was doing my own thing, you know, on the side. Mm -hmm. And she must have got like a call back from a chick or if she called her, I didn't clear the phone out. I don't know, something like that. Right. Well, she ended up, like, started hitting me and, me like, grabbing me out of my sleep. I'm in the bed. So I, like, turned around and, like, I hop, I, like, came out of the bed and grabbed her at the same time and, like, put her against the wall. And I was like, yo, blah, Mm -hmm. blah, blah. So anyway, after that, she was telling people that I choked choked her out. (laughs) God. (laughs) And so I didn't notice, but she had been telling people this for years. Damn. Yes. Because this was Damn. like years later. That's okay. Wild. Exactly. So. Bitch is uh, lying. Another, rela- <laughs> <laughs> another relationship that didn't, um, that didn't last. Shit, I'd be wondering now, like, if any of my exes say that I beat them. That's crazy. Yeah. Self-defense, like- motherfucker. <laughs> I'm like, I was asleep. I woke up on my bed and like grabbed right. her and was like, yo, you're tripping right now. Like. So, and I, it's just it's yeah, yeah. So no, there's no there's no way. I think once you pass that le- that line, that level, yeah. then, once you cross that line, that's it. Yeah, it's kind of like cheating, right? Like there's just certain things that once you cross them, it's really hard to. It'll never be back to what it was. So, I don't know. I guess some. I don't. I don't know if I know anybody's relationship who has really survived. Like. A physical confrontation, mm-hmm. like a true physical confrontation. I don't know, but on that note, we're going to end the show here. If you're not already, go follow Two Studs in a Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Want to see our stud life behind the scenes? Go follow Meech on IG at the Homie Meech and on Twitter at Homie Meech, and myself at its.me.blaze on IG and it's me blaze two on Twitter. If email is more your thing, shoot us an email at two studs in a pod at gmail.com. That's T W O studs in a pod at gmail.com. www.twostudsinapod.com is a place to find everything stud, including our latest episode, blogs, and more. Listening on the move? Catch a new episode of Two Studs in a Pod every Tuesday on streaming platforms everywhere, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Gratitude is always the attitude. So we want to say thank you for lending us your ear. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. Have a good time.